My name is Ray Park, you may know me as playing Darth Maul in Phantom Menace, Bone Wars, and also Solo and Star Wars Story. You're listening to Star Wars Stuff Podcast, the force is strong with you all. And remember, sit walk. Hey, this is Dominic Pace, who plays Gecko the Bounty Hunter from The Mandalorian, letting you all know you are listening to the Star Wars Stuff Podcast. Wishing everybody all the best, and may the force be with you. May the force be with you! The podcast, my name is David. I'm Colin. And my name is James. I just stuck right in there at the very, very, very beginning. You guys, you know what? I guarantee you, I guarantee you, no one would have noticed anything, but you just had to say something. So I just had to say something. You just ruined the illusion. Cool. (laughs) And welcome back to another Tano Tuesday, part seven, penultimate episode of Ahsoka in T minus less than two hours. So, guys, how you feeling? What do you think we're going to see tonight, James? I I think we're going to see some crazy stuff. Everything. I think I think we're going to see we're going to see the Night Witch's magic, oh the Night Sisters' magic, uh, in action, and it's it's going to be it's going to be kind of terrifying. And I, and I was telling David about this the other day. I said if people aren't on board already. <laughs> With what's happening with Ahsoka and how they're introducing a bunch of stuff, you know, s- space whales, if you may, uh, I think tonight they're gonna people are gonna be really weirded out by where Star Wars could possibly go. I mean, we're used to it. We've seen Clone Wars, we've seen Rebels, uh, we've played Fallen Order and Survivor, so we understand that. But a lot of people haven't. So um, I have a feeling a lot of people are gonna have a lot of questions by the end of this episode uh, tonight. Yeah. <laughs> That's my opinion, and. I'm excited to see um, the moment where all hope seems lost, and then Ahsoka just like kind of just lands in the middle of the battle with her lightsabers drawn. Like that's the image I'm waiting for. So we'll it's see how that happens. Yeah, but yeah, that that's where I'm at right now with tonight's episode. Colin, where's your head at? I'm disappointed. That we haven't got Max Rebo. No, I'm just kidding. I'm, <laughs> gonna, I'm getting off right now. Y'all have fun. I will talk no, to y'all later. Goodbye. Oh man, no. Um, honestly, this has been the this show has been the weirder side of Star Wars, and I think what they were doing in the Mandalorian was great, but I think they were kind of missing things here and there that I think that a lot of Star Wars fans are missing, which is Star Wars is weird. That's the biggest thing is like if you went into the theater back in 1977 and you saw a new hope and you saw the cantina scene, you're like, wow, there's a lot of weird aliens here. Some some look like creatures that actually exist in real life, but I have no idea what's going on. I and that's the beauty of Star Wars is sometimes it's good to not know what's going on. So I think the people that are are watching and they're like, "Ooh, space whales. Why is that a thing? It's like. (laughs) I wish I had that feeling uh, like again. I love seeing um, familiar stuff, but the last episode that we got, that was a bunch of new stuff. And that was amazing because I had that feeling of being like, ooh, this is Star Wars, but this is new. I haven't seen anything like this, really. Uh, there are th- th- There's a whole new species, a whole new planet, a new galaxy that has a whole thing of possibilities just waiting to happen so i'm excited to see ezra explore it talk about it maybe he learned some new force tricks there's so much potential for mm. this new galaxy i want to see more stuff about it 
uh, I think having uh, I think having uh, the character Ezra back is remarkable. It's going to be awesome to see him in full scenes again. Um, seeing more with Shin and Balin kind of dealing with that whole thing because this whole episode, uh, to me, this whole series is feeling very biblical than what we've gotten in the past. And I think it's a hint at what we're going to get eventually, which I've talked about this with the dawn of the Jedi project that James Mangold is working on. And that's something that I'm very excited oh. for. Yeah. Because we are seeing different sides of the force because to us right here, I think Shin and Balin are a fine example of that. The light side is not uh, of the light side and dark side is not black and white. There's a lot of gray areas and that's what, they are symbolizing in my opinion and that's what they're going to talk about in the dawn of the jedi film when that comes out because that's going to take place twenty six thousand years way before you know the the prequels the originals the the sequels all of it and that's going to kind of explain why the light side is the light side and the dark side is the dark side but they're going to have to get to that journey to kind of separate those two things and balin and shin are right in the middle of kind of they're not great Jedi that was made clear a long time ago that that's no longer canon. But I think that the beauty of the show is showing that not only does someone like Ahsoka struggle with being a Jedi in the light side, there are other people like her and Shin and Balin are just other fine examples of, of, of what that is because there's a line from Balin of where he says, um, uh, he says, I miss the idea of uh, of being a Jedi. He misses the idea, but he doesn't really miss of, of what it became. And I just want to dive more into that. And to me, that was a big hint of what we're getting in the future that will take place in the past, if that makes sense. So I just, I think we're going to see more of that in tonight's episode. And I think we're definitely going to see more Thrawn uh possibly uh anakin flashback because we know that hayden's coming back one more time i just don't know where it would fit in but if not this episode it's got to be the last episode so who knows but yeah oh um and the uh and the salamari that's my guess is that we'll probably see his creature um the uh the uh, force eating uh lizard thing from legends yeah, we haven't seen Morai, which is very surprising. But going off of what James said, it feels like Ahsoka is going to drop in into a battle tonight. There was a clip earlier that was released that Star Wars didn't officially release on any of their social media, I don't think. I didn't see it on Facebook. I didn't see it on Instagram. But oh, they do show a little bit of an action sequence. Um, very kind of a, a continuing with the theme of, of Willow and... <laughs> those types of films so it's it's gonna be exciting to see it's there's some funny type of like almost like prequel elements in there but yeah other than that i have no idea what we're gonna see tonight um i did hear someone mention that has a good track record that not this episode but the finale is going to have something in there that we're gonna talk about for many many months leading up to the next thing, if it's Acolyte, if, if it's Skeleton Crew, whatever. But 
Before we go any further, I do want to recognize all of our awesome supporters on Patreon. We have on the purple tier, Darth Ace One, Liam McCallion, Texas Vader 76, Chris Simpson, Kevin Leininger, Devin McCaffrey, Drew Peters, Zach Netzel. On the red tier, we have Ben Rip 526 and Maya Morris. On the black tier, we have Maka, Talatala, Nathan Shank, and Evan O'Paker. Thank you so much for all your awesome love and support for the podcast. It has done so much good for doing certain things for the podcast, buying equipment, uh, buying software, and uh, making all of our swag for past and future celebrations here. And I'm really excited for Japan. A lot of us plan to to go to be there. So if you're going, give us a shout out here on the chat. Let us know if you'll you'll be there. And also in the chat, um, drop in some questions, some comments. Uh, Let us know what you're thinking for tonight's episode. So I want to talk about some of the stuff that is very, very close to me. And some of the stuff I really love about Star Wars is the Easter eggs. So... We talked about this before, but there is something like a kyber crystal type of yeah. thing in Shinhati's Padawan braid that no one has really kind of focused on and talked about. But there's also another kyber crystal in plain sight that no one is really talking about either. And it's on Balin Skull's belt buckle. If you look closely there, yeah, you know, it's very, all the way at the bottom, that looks like that's his original kyber crystal from his general days as as a jedi general what do you guys think about that for me it just it just says what we've all kind of been thinking which is balin and especially balin not so much shin i don't think he's telling her everything i think he has a lot more going on than what he's letting us know i think he's he's doing something that we're at the very end we're all going to be like oh because why why would nah. you carry around your kyber crystal? Why would you carry around your former green kyber crystal? And then that's another thing is that he didn't bleed his kyber crystal red. Yeah. Like and that's another thing that they do is they bleed their kyber crystals, which is why they turn red. He didn't do that with his. He took his out. What what is it, David? So apparently he didn't bleed the crystal that he has in his hilt currently. Mm-hmm. Apparently, there's a special planet out there named like Kohler that has orange kyber crystals, and apparently, that's right. That's where they obtain those crystals for an orange oh. blade. I bet it's all a persona, man. He's 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 doing something <laughs> secret, yeah. and so, unfortunately, he can't yeah. tell Shin because Shin is still like, because you can tell she's like, "What are we doing? What yeah. is happening? Why are we doing this?" And he's like, kind of giving her these cryptic things. And um, and what he said, like the enemy of, of my enemy is my friend. When he saw like the the I guess the 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 what am I trying the civilians there, you know, like the hunters there on that planet. And then he, I think he said like for now, as if it's like I'm gonna, we're gonna find they're gonna help me find them, and then I'm gonna kill I'm gonna kill these uh, these hunters because I need to find Ezra. Ezra is the key to what I want to accomplish. And I think once he gets there, once Shin, Balin, Sabine, and Ezra all get together, he's going to be like, all right, this is what's going on. This is what I'm doing. And the question is, is Shin going to be on board or is she going to be upset that he was kind of, 
not using her, but just kind of bringing her along. So she's kind of the, uh, I guess, the uh, wild card when it comes to his yeah. plan. So, but it, it it was really strange whenever it got pointed out that he has his full on green kyber crystal on his belt. Like that's why 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 would you yeah. carry that? So here's my theory: is that there was a line from the last episode of uh of where it pretty much sounded like Balin was saying that he's tired of seeing one faction win and then an empire you know rises and then an empire falls and then something else mm -hmm. comes to power and he kind of wanted to end the cycle is what it sounded like so sounds like pretty much he wants to strike down thron and to end that cycle i don't think it's going to go the way that he wants it to but i think that's going to be in the lines of 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 what you're saying i think this entire time he will have deceived everyone and he and he and he goes up to Ezra and, and is like, hey, listen, this is the plan. I'm actually a good guy, um, but I I need your help. And then it's could you imagine if we had five people with lightsabers just going after Thrawn and and like and, and the witches and everything? I think that would be crazy. Mm -hmm. But I think Shin will probably become a main antagonist. And I think maybe we might see her kill Balin and then that will kind of lean her towards down the dark side. And then we see her blade actually turn red because she will feel betrayed. I think that might be something that we will see just because of in star Wars, they like to see things rhyme and a betrayal from an apprentice to a master, you know, it's, it, it's been done before. So I could definitely mm -hmm. see it happening and Shin kind of, not knowing her place in the galaxy and knowing her place as a force wielder um, is a very dangerous thing. And to me, she seems very un, uh, un, unstable because she has this power, but she doesn't know what to do with that power. Mm -hmm. So if she feels like Balin betrays her, I don't think she'll just fall in line and be like, oh, yeah, I think she might become unhinged and she might unleash that wrath on, on Sabine soka ezra including balin and balin dying um that might happen so yeah sorry so so <laughs> what you're saying is shin might be coming back for another for another project is what you're saying probably okay probably. That's, that's all that's all that's yeah. fine that's fine but, i know that's what you're hoping for <laughs> <laughs> no, i was just kidding but it's it, it's what's really crazy is where this plot in this timeline and, and not timeline i should say but this other galaxy thrawn everything how this blends into the sequel trilogy does it is it going to blend into the sequel trilogy at all i mean i think that's what's really fascinating about the moment they said there's another galaxy we're going to be going somewhere else kind of just said let you know let mando let all of that lead to the sequel trilogy ahsoka's storyline doesn't have to do anything with that and we can have ahsoka have her own journey over here so i i guess my question is do you think thrawn's journey ahsoka's journey sabine's journey ezra's journey has anything to do with the sequel trilogy or do you think this is purely standing alone a jumping off 
point for a new for a new whole saga, if you may. I think this is kind of being its own thing. And I think that we'll see. I mean, because again, in, in The Mandalorian, we have seen hints of the sequel trilogy. We have yes. seen a cloning facility that, and there was someone in a pod that did look like, you know, a Snoke variant. Uh, and then also you have the Praetorian guards that that did show up in uh, the last season of The Mandalorian that just came out. So I, I think we're getting hints in there, like hints from here and there. Oh, yeah, and we yeah, yeah. saw uh, General Hux's dad too. So it's just yeah. like, it's it's there, it's happening. Yeah. But I think because we got that 30 year gap, I think this is going to feel like its own kind of Star Wars trilogy. I mean, not trilogy, but like kind of a, like a big old Star Wars, like kind of um, universe because you've got the prequels, you got the original trilogy, and then you got the sequels. I don't know what we would really call the the Mandalorian timeline, and then like Book of Boba and Ahsoka. I really want to know what to call that. So if you guys call the Favaloni verse, yeah, the Favaloni verse is what we're <laughs> yeah. what we can call it because of because of that's going to be something that will come down the line of where we're like okay, we got the original trilogy we got the prequels we got the sequels and then we got the sequels to the sequels like if that makes sense so yeah so we'll come up with a name i i I really hope this ahsoka ezra sabine verse if you may stays over there I, i i really i think i think i would prefer that more if if that's the plot if they stay in this other galaxy, and then we start to explore that galaxy. That'd be pretty cool. Um, because I don't know, it, it just feels it feels like they introduced something really great in Star Wars. It feels like they introduced something incredible that we've all been wanting to see. We got it, and it would just be a shame if 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 next week's episode they end up just coming right back. You know, that that's mm-hmm. what I don't really don't want to happen. I I, I want to see where this journey where this journey goes on this other galaxy. I mean, am I the only one who thinks that or? Well, as much as I want what you have of of what you're saying, you have to think about this has to have Thrawn coming back to the, to the OG galaxy. This has to, because does he though? Well, you've got Hera and them stranded there. So, so how will the new Republic be able to retaliate against something um, the the whole point of this is is that Thrawn's coming back to take over the galaxy that we know. If we do another show of where they go out and, and explore this new galaxy, I'm all for it. We we just got the announcement that the third game is in active development right now from Cameron Monahue, who plays uh I mean, yeah, yeah, uh who plays Cal Kestis. So that's being yeah. in the works right now. So you know what? They could probably explore that whole galaxy in that game too i would be fine with that but right now thrawn is coming back thrawn is coming back to the original galaxy that we love and know and that's the threat if he stays in the galaxy that that they are currently in the show in the new one to me that's like okay he's taking over this galaxy that we really don't know the the bigger threat would be of him coming back and then him him trying to take a Take a whole fleet to Coruscant and take over Coruscant. Seeing another battle in Coruscant. Imagine that. 
of 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 where it's not just in space but in the city and, and we've seen this giant city battle with x-wings and tie fighters uh, imagine that happening in the day filoni movie like th- that would be completely insane and that would make everyone so happy at the same time but i think they have to go to back to the original galaxy and then maybe they explore the new galaxy in a different show maybe skeleton crew you know, and and ends up going there, and somehow they get there. Who knows? But I don't think they need to do that in this, in these last two episodes. We need to focus on the plot going forward and staying in this new galaxy. Um, as of right now, is fine, but that's not really going to help the plot go forward if Hera and them can't find their way to the planet. Because well, well Hera's well, Hera's not there. Hera's still here in, right? in our current galaxy. Yeah, I know. She she, so, she didn't go, so she's not stranded anywhere. Well, yeah, I I meant like Hera's not going to be able to get there because she has no way to help help them. So right now, Ahsoka is the only uh, is the only real reinforcements for Sabine and Ezra. There's no other reinforcements coming. So if they just stay in that galaxy, Thrawn has nothing to conquer. To me, that's kind of boring because the whole anticipation is Thrawn coming back. Right, Thrawn is coming back to the original galaxy to take over it if they stay in that new galaxy there's no real threat uh i see what you're saying colin yeah but it's a tv show and they got a limited budget i don't think they're gonna fly back to coruscant and have like a huge battle type thing maybe that'll lead into the filoni movie i did say that i did say the dave filoni movie i I wasn't saying the tv show that we would see that in the dave dave filoni movie yeah, but I think they're going to be stranded in Pridia or this new galaxy. And I think that that's where we're going to stay. But, I mean, don't know. Uh, but that would make sense to me budget-wise. And I think we're going to get something really, really interesting t- tonight and really interesting next episode. So, But I just think of TV budgets the whole time. I don't think we're going to get any type of huge battle. That'd be great if we did. That'd be a huge shocker. But... um. I think we're going to stay in this galaxy for better, for worse. Uh, I, I, I just, I, I think the show is going to end with Thrawn coming back and maybe Ahsoka and them are stranding in the other galaxy, but I think Thrawn will come back to. Right. The... It might end like that, but we're not going to see like any like big culminative battle. I didn't say we were going to see that in this. I said that we would yeah. see that in the Dave Filoni movie, but I, I I just don't think that Thrawn staying in that galaxy really makes sense to me. I I think Thrawn will make it back. That is basically what, what, what I was trying to say. It just doesn't make yeah. sense for this whole show anticipating the return of Thrawn for him not to return. To me, that's kind of like okay, that's that's like all right, you know, we've been leading up to this, but actually, it's not actually happening. It is kind of like the. Um, the thing in in WandaVision, and we're like, oh my gosh, wow, it's it's Quicksilver, but then it's some guy, and it's not Quicksilver, <laughs> yeah. and it's no X Men tie-in. Well, I, I, I don't I, think Dave, I, I, I don't think Dave Filoni would make that same mistake <laughs> that that Marvel did. That well, it sounds like that's what you want, James. You 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 want them to explore like the new galaxy, is 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 what it sounds to me. And well, well yeah, that, I, I think that's, I that's far more interesting. I I, I like the idea of. Thrawn being chased further into this galaxy, yeah, and them them like for me, going to this new galaxy introduced a whole lot of great potential, and I I don't want it to be one of those. Well, maybe I mean no, I mean, like you said, maybe in a video game they go back. No, I'm like no, I think they need I think they need to stay there 
I think Mando, Boba Fett, um, you know, the, you know, Hera and all that, that you, we've all, we've all come to love and everything. That story and that plot line can continue there in, in the current galaxy. But I want to, I, I would, I would much rather have a whole other adventure happen in this other place. And then eventually they come back because the big question, of course, is how come uh, Ezra or Soka or Sabine don't help at all during the rise of and the rise and the reign of the First Order? Right. Where are they during the entire yeah. reign of the First oh, Order? Don't don't do that. Do not do know. No, they no, they don't need to be involved in that. Why? Not? That is a whole because of the moment that you add. So yes, we know the ghost was in the Battle of Mexico and stuff. That's fine. That's totally fine. But leave this as its own thing. I really don't want to fold it tie-in like that. I think they will come back. It makes no sense for the return of Thrawn to have him not return. I, t- t- to me, if Thrawn doesn't return back to the galaxy, like to the original galaxy at the end of this show... I think, to me, I will be very disappointed because the whole anticipation of season three of Mando was, oh my gosh, Thrawn is returning. They even talked about his return, right? And then you have this entire show of Ahsoka leading up to finding Ezra and having Thrawn return. Thrawn is returning. That's the point of the show. If you have him stay in this new galaxy and you just have them chasing him, through this new galaxy, to me, that's like, okay, you're just doing it to explore new planets. No offense, but I don't want Star Wars to be Star Trek. I don't need that. I but want... What? Keep going, keep going. Okay. I I just... I, I, it, To me, it makes sense for Thrawn to return. That's the whole point of this, is to have Empire Strikes Back ending where something bad happens, Thrawn returns, and we're like, oh my gosh, and then you have the other Star Wars shows like skeleton crew of where you hear like oh thrawn has returned blah 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 you know you have to be careful beware thrawn is the next thanos if you keep the next thanos in hiding and and, well not hiding which is kind of in the other galaxy to me that doesn't make sense you have to have him return at the end of the show that's the whole point of this i'm just saying (laughs) I'm, I'm, i'm i'm just saying the whole point of the show was to stop Thrawn and to find Ezra. But we that know is that that happen. is Ahsoka's. That is their purpose is to stop Thrawn. It's so for me, happen. it makes sense if he can't get back. But then he does. He does some more stuff over there. No. Uh, Liam asked, "How are you finding that people who haven't watched the MA stuff are enjoying Ahsoka? I'm finding they don't like it. Um, I haven't really talked to anybody who hasn't watched Rebels." before watching this i know my wife and i are currently watching rebels right now and even she has been like wow i'm glad i'm watching this because the first episode i found out who people were yeah but then watching rebels just further just makes it even better you know that you know people's relationships and everything um what about you david and colin have you spoken to anybody who hasn't watched rebels and they're watching ahsoka right now so all the Old head people I know aren't even watching. They don't even like care. They don't even know what's going on. So they're not even a factor. They're not even asking me questions about anything. So I don't know. I yeah, definitely. I'm oh, sorry. No, I was gonna say I think um, between Book of Boba Fett, between um, Kenobi and the final season of Mando three, I think a lot of people are kind of 
off Star Wars right now, the Disney Plus shows. Um, so I think when this one came out, people were just like, oh, it's just going to be another one of those those shows. So I think, a lot, yeah, a lot of people are not going back and watching Ahsoka. But may, they might now that they, you know, we're seeing pictures of, you know, Hayden Christensen all over the place. So it's just it's just one of those things. I definitely think that having Hayden come back as Anakin was was definitely a hook for a lot of people. Um, but for the most part, from the people that I've talked to, I've um, I've a friend. Um, his name's Jack. I know David's um, did, did, David's talked to him and met him a couple of times, but he's never seen Rebels. And and he called me the other day and was and told me that there he's not wrong most of the time but this was one of the times where he was wrong because he thought that ahsoka was going to be a show where you had to know everything about rebels and clone wars going in but he said that he has enjoyed it a lot not knowing that much about uh, uh about star wars rebels or clone wars and he said that this is one of his favorite shows and i think it's because with the Mandalorian, I man, it's it, it's really interesting because of the show is very plot driven. With the Mandalorian, you definitely have your kind of a we're just gonna go and do this thing for this episode, and then we'll get back to the plot. Every single episode of the Ahsoka show has been plot driven, and I don't think we're straying away from that. Even in this last episode, I think this episode will definitely be plot driven as well. So that's the big difference between all the other shows is that it doesn't feel like there's any side quests or anything. This is a hundred percent plot driven and that's okay with me. And I think that's what, what really draws people in is when you have the next episode um, happening next week that you are anticipating and you are, you know, excited for it to see what happens because the last episode you watch maybe left down a cliffhanger with the Mandalorian and the book of Boba Fett. You were just like, okay, is there going to be another flashback sequence of where Bubba goes, kind of go, he goes back in, into the back, in, into the back to tank, and he's having a flashback, like w- what's going on? So with Ahsoka, it's cliffhanger, Thrawn's back. This is what's happening. Let's go forward. So I think that's the big difference between this and the Mandalorian, and I think that's why a lot of people are more drawn in into Ahsoka, just because there's more plot driven episodes and this than the other shows. Yeah, I agree. Cause I know, I know David says no, but uh, there were a few <laughs> moments. There were a few moments of Mando where like the, where, where it ended and where the next episode started, we were kind of like, why aren't we just going directly into the plot that we were thinking about? You know what I mean? Like there was a few moments in Mando where I was, I was like, okay, I get it. I get this whole episode, like the, you know, the Jack Black and Lizzo episode, which was great entertaining, but the plot of that episode didn't come out until the very finale where she fought, uh, what's his name or Bo-Katan fought. And then she ended up and it was almost, and and it kind of hurt watching that episode because I was like, you, that could have been the episode, the last 10 minutes was the episode because then that's when she, she takes up the, the dark saber and they all go. Yeah. And I felt it was a, it was a huge wasted moment for that. And I was really, and yeah, we got to see 
droids. We got to see battle droids. It was cool, but but that, that's what I'm, I agree with with Colin there that this show Ahsoka is is just saying this is the story where we are following all these characters. But I will say I think having watched Rebels makes it a little easier to to grasp and to follow. But that's my opinion. I think because we watched everything before the moment it starts, we're just like invested into what's happening. Um, but yeah, I, I think this is better than Mando, uh, but we haven't seen all of it. Uh, I guess that's another good question. Is this better than all the other Disney plus shows or how do y'all feel about that? What do you think, David? Uh, I think for me, Mandalorian season one is still pretty high up there than the follow-up season two. I think it's still above what Ahsoka is in a way but ahsoka is really really good but it it has a lot of support off of rebels yes. so they don't have to have a lot of setup per se uh kind of like the mandalorian we did had no idea what the tone was going to be they just said he was a lone gunfighter in the outer reaches um bounty hunter um which is great they followed through with that ahsoka we all assumed this was going to be Rebel Season 5, which technically it kind of has been, even though Felonia said no. <laughs> and we kind of got the Grey Jedi concept, but Filoni and Lucas say no, no such thing. Um, and then we got Thrawn, we got Ezra back sooner than we expected. These past two episodes are pretty much like the two episodes from the Book of Boba Fett when we got Mando and Grogu. <laughs> <laughs> like almost... Although I, I, the, the episode previous to the second from the last we got with the dog fighting was really good. I watched that several times and was thoroughly entertained. Um, so it's hard to say what Ahsoka is up to this point, like you stated, that we're not done with it yet. We still got two more episodes tonight and next week. And I'm hearing that next week's episode, it's going to make us talk for a while. So are we going to get Anakin back somehow? But there are other theories out there, a lot of wild speculation now that with possibly bringing back Undead, maybe we get like an Asajj Ventress thing going on, maybe a Maul thing going on. Um, all that's kind of on the table with the magic stuff. Um, yeah, uh, that's, uh, uh, I don't think uh, we, bringing Darth Maul back is, is, is a good idea. I mean, this I want way. it, but that having him come back for the third time in a row would just be like, all right, man. <laughs> like, yeah, I having him stay dead to me just, I think we should let the character be. Well, he would be dead. He'd be undead. But he was, but he was buried on Tatooine. How would. Right. But. He has connections to the Night Mothers, the Night Sisters. His okay. his mother was a Night Witch, um, mm. almost like a anything's possible when you bring in magic. Yeah, like a representation right of them, and they just choose that image. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I and mean, we don't know what's in those boxes either. Everyone's assuming they're corpses. Yeah, they have to be corpses because they're shaped like corpses. Yeah, right? yeah. Somebody on on uh, on YouTube said best Star Wars show is Andor then Ahsoka. Okay. Um, I kind of have to agree with that statement. Just saying, I think Andor and Ahsoka are kind of the best Star Wars shows currently. Uh, the the Disney Plus 
universe Star Wars oh. show that we have. Hmm. Um, but I, I think uh, I think Andor was was the best out of all of them. That's just my opinion. Um, someone said in relation to other Disney Plus shows, Ahsoka will go down next to WandaVision Loki as the go to the platform. I'd say Loki over WandaVision. <laughs> Oh yeah, I'll take I'll take Loki over Wanda. Yeah. I'll take anything over WandaVision any day. I thought yep. WandaVision was a huge disappointment. Huge, I can, huge. Disappointment. I cannot get over the of the whole Quicksilver thing. I think that was my biggest thing about that about, about the whole show. It was like, ooh X Men, and then it was like, nope. Well, no, absolutely what, not. It, David and I, of course, had discussions about this. The other thing that made me laugh hysterically about WandaVision, I know we're, we shouldn't be talking about WandaVision, was the fact that the creators <laughs> were like, we were confused that people thought we were bringing in the X-Men. That was never our intention. And it was like, you guys are the dumbest creators I've ever heard in my life. And then there there was an episode of WandaVision. David knows all this because I went on a rant about this the other day. They, um, there's an episode of WandaVision where she kicks Monica out and then, and then Vision's like, where's where's uh monica and she's like oh she doesn't belong here and then in the next episode when they did the previously on the same moment came up and she says oh she had to go somewhere else and it was like oh she's editing she's editing her own show she's editing what what you should be listening to versus what she said come to find out they're like oh that was a mistake we fixed it though <laughs> i was like oh my god yeah. you guys suck so much but anyway <laughs> um as of whose uh appearance Love me some Lovecraft. Is this a character we don't know? Yeah, the, the big know. creature from Loki. Oh, oh, yeah, I see. And then Loki <laughs> is the best Marvel show. I would oh agree. no, 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 guys, no. <laughs> so let's so, talk about Loki. Here, I'm just kidding. Yeah, no, <laughs> well, okay, so here, okay, I no, no, we're not. We're getting back leave, to Star Wars. Okay, okay just, I would like to kind of leave us with this theory. <laughs> if it comes true, I will flip out and I will call David halfway through the episode. And I'll probably bring James to the call. But um, uh, imagine if because Thrawn goes to the witches and was like, hey, I need I need your powers because I'm trying to come up with something. Imagine don't do it. Don't do it. That the do it. I'm just saying, <laughs> imagine if we get a kind of force projection of Anakin and then we have him like kind of go into like zombie mode or or it's more of like he just like goes full out order 66 again darth vader anakin comes in and but it's not really anakin because they're using the you know the magic yeah so i think i think that's a possibility and then seeing him interact with other characters besides ahsoka would be pretty cool that would also be a great way to bring him in i i mean i i I would be heartbroken because it's just like no, I don't want to see that again. But also, it would be cool to see. But then the other thing contradicting is we just got a big moment with Anakin, and I don't know if we need to see that again in the same show so close to what happened. But yeah, I, I'm I'm yeah. fine not seeing Anakin in, yeah. in another episode. Uh, I think what we got was amazing, one of the best episodes in all of Star Wars. Um, but I, I don't think. I don't think we should get him again. Oh, uh, Liam has a great question, which I always end up asking is how long is, uh, oh, not, why did you do that? <laughs> how, 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 that was quick. Oh, Maka asked the question. How long is this week's episode? Sorry about that, Liam. I'll get to your question. Um, David, yeah, David, how long is this week's episode? Um, it's going to be longer Uh-oh. than 30 minutes. 
You don't know. Well, so we no, don't, I don't know. I have no idea. <laughs> you always <laughs> know. You always know. But that's wow. a big deal, though. If David, that means no one's leaked the time. Like no one's yeah, probably has talking seen about this episode. That. Yeah. Two so, hours and 34 minutes. That'd be Ooh. the best. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Liam agrees with me. Sorry, I didn't mean to confuse that earlier. But uh, yeah, I don't think we're going to mm. see Anakin again. I uh, think we in will. This episode, in this episode. Oh, okay. I mean, okay. Uh, yeah. Show, I should say. not. I uh, think we'll get him one more time. I think we will because there's a whole line from uh, from one of the first trailers that th th that we got for Ahsoka. Like It, it was a teaser trailer. And it's where we kind of hear Anakin kind of prepping Ahsoka for a battle for the Clone Wars. So I think we, we will see him again. Um, someone said, yeah, could, could there be an Obi-Wan and Anakin scene helping Ahsoka? That would be cool. Having maybe force Anakin and force Obi-Wan. Oh, my gosh. Could you imagine? Oh, so, so good. Uh, 45 minutes. Just like I said, longer than 30. Oh my gosh, David, get out of here. <laughs> he wasn't wrong. He wasn't wrong. Of, of, of um, what he was saying was true from, from a certain point of view. Uh, I think we'll get any more Kanan references. Absolutely. Absolutely. I think uh, there's going to be a moment in this episode where Ezra and Sabine are talking, and I think they're going to bring up uh, Kanan. Um, so, yeah, I think we're definitely going to get a Kanan reference. And that's another thing, though, is are we going to get a Kanan flashback? Are we going to get a Kanan appearance somehow? Are we going to hear his voice? I mean, that's that that'd be pretty crazy. We heard Kanan's voice talking. Freddie Prince Jr. Man, I I I would flip out if we got some type of Force Ghost or flashback with him. I would be like, that's insane because there's so much stuff that happened with Freddie Prince Jr. behind the scenes. <laughs> so it's it's like the last thing that's on my mind. It's like, oh, I would love that, but it's a pipe dream. I don't think we'll see that. So if we got that, that would be sick. Just like how I I I I was during the new Indiana Jones, I was like, man, it would be great to see Mutt Williams, but probably not going to happen just because Shia LaBeouf. So it's Shia LaBeouf. Yeah. So we'll see. Um, we'll see. So yes, uh, Andrew saying Knights of the Old Republic had some amazing things that uh, they could possibly bring into Star Wars, which, and as we know, Disney. And Lucasfilm officially announced like three weeks ago that uh, the Old Republic is now officially a part of the Star Wars timeline. So I think it's a matter. I think it was just a, a, a matter of time before Knights of the Old of the Old Republic started to make its way into the canon of Star Wars. Because I think when Disney and when when Disney bought Lucasfilm, there was, there was too much. I think they needed to find a way to kind of start over, and then we'll slowly start seeing more Knights of the Old Republic stuff coming in. Uh, although Maka David does say that line could be cut, though the the Anakin line about preparing for battle uh, could be cut, just like they did with Hulk and in Infinity War. So possibility. And yep, let's bring Freddie in. Yeah, I don't know. Like Colin was saying, I think Freddie Prince Jr. has done a lot of crazy stuff lately. So I don't know. I don't know if they're gonna want to bring him back. But uh, but we'll crazy. see. We'll see. Um, yeah, he he's kind of he's kind of ridiculous. All right. So 45 minutes of an episode. And I will say this last week episode felt long, even though it wasn't long. There was so much happening oh, yeah. in that episode that I was like, this is awesome. This is great. I'm digging it. Um, I actually prefer last week's episode to episode five. I think I liked episode six more than I did episode five. 
um, only because the story progressed as opposed to episode five, where it was kind of just great. It was amazing, but I really just wanted to find Ezra and I felt that moment was, was, was great. What I was waiting for. And there was this, um, TikToker on TikTok. <laughs> she would every day post a video, how many days it's been since we've seen Ezra. And she would always say, just so you know, it's been 2000 blah, blah, blah days since we've seen Ezra. And she would always put a post-it note. And then last week she was like crying. She's like, it's been zero days since Ezra was, we haven't seen him. We saw him finally. <laughs> and uh, that was a big moment seeing, seeing Ezra. And, and part of me is like, you, yeah, you don't have to watch Rebels. But that moment is much was much more powerful having watched Rebels and seen the journey. Like, if anybody just popped in, it would be like, oh, they found the guy that they were looking for. That's cool. If you watched Rebels, that moment made you cry because it was something, it was a moment. You were just anticipating, like Sabine's walking through, looking, and you're just like, where is he? Where is he? Is he here? Is he not here? And when you hear his voice, you're just like, oh, my gosh. Like, I, I legit had tears in my eyes and because I, I was like holy crap we we finally found him after all this time um think ezra goes dark no i don't want that that's going to be a major disappointment <laughs> i'm so happens. yeah well so uh josh had the theory that ezra was going to be that sith inquisitor everybody Maroc. thought yeah everybody thought and that. i'm so glad that was like so far away from what actually happened <laughs> just because it's Ezra. Like he he is a Jedi. He is clearly a Jedi. And having him go back to like his whole journey from uh again, I'm not gonna bring up the last Jedi, but it's 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 just like <laughs> it is like to me that would have been going back to the beginning and changing the character. Mm. And we didn't need to do that again. Let Ezra's journey continue, not have him go backwards. That makes no sense to me. So I'm glad yeah. that he didn't, you know, become a Sith Inquisitor. And instead, Marak was just a night sister thing. Because we saw the, yeah, because we saw yeah. like the green, like, kind of fog come out of. So here's a theory that's been popping. And yeah, everybody, if you're watching, drop us some questions. Yeah, just please, please. Uh, could Thrawn be after the Zepho technology to help him defeat Force-sensitive people and rule that way? I know Palpatine was after that, and so were the Dathomir people. I've been hearing this. I've been hearing a lot of the, the Zepho um, angle. Because apparently the writing behind them, yeah, right there, is it's the same writing as the Zepho. So, which is insane, by the way. Which is beyond insane come on tell it what it is it'd be freaking ridiculous if that happened because it's it's it, it's crazy it is crazy if we start bringing in the zepho but part of me is like man we're already in another galaxy we're already doing some crazy stuff why not bring in the zepho we already introduced them they were a major plot point in jedi fallen order so yeah um yeah bringing in the zepho and their and their culture is would be insane but also not too crazy for what the show is doing with Ahsoka. Um, and this is, I like this question. Do you think Harold will end up before like a, a prosecution, like going to trial? I want to see that. And I want to see Leia. I want to see Senator Organa there. I think that would be something really cool. And I think that's a good excuse to have 
to have Leia there. Yeah. Hearing her name was pretty cool, but I would like to see Leia. I think that'd be pretty great. Um, I Could thought you the imagine? Meeting... Oh, oh, sorry, go ahead. No, no, go for it. Go for it. Okay. Could you imagine of this episode of just like of 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 how we have hyped it up about being like ooh like like Thrawn and Balin and then we just get a whole episode of Hera being on trial uh, like over in Coruscant of being like do you plead guilty and it's just like what like here here's what? here's my counter argument to that and this is this sounds kind of rude uh, I believe Filoni is is smarter than Favreau because that sounds like a Favreau thing he would do where he would ooh. go like. Let's go watch this, even though we left you at a really good moment in uh, in Mando. Let's go do this now. Yeah. Filoni is, I think, telling the story and he's like, I'm going to we're, we're doing what we're doing. Well, I called before to, to David. I said, I don't think we're going to see Ahsoka. We did see her in the last episode, but I in my mind, I knew it's going to be strictly Sabine, strictly, you know, all of that. And, and, and it was. Um. Yeah, I, I I can't see them stopping the whole plot and being like, let's go watch Hera. Uh, but if we do get that, I hope it's like we cut back and forth, not like we just spend the whole episode. Um, I've seen this a lot, and Liam just brought it up. I thought the meeting between Ezra and Sabine was a bit of a letdown. They built how much she wanted to find him. She does and played it cool with a hug. Yeah, I was I was wondering if we were going to get like a scream, not a scream. What am I talking about? We we're going to get like. A moment but I, I i think i think they did it well i think that 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 subtle push in on her face while she was looking at him and smiling and it's it, i think that kind of adds to it because i feel like sabine is trying to play it cool i think she's like i can't let him know i can't you know show that i think she really 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 cares about ezra more than we know and so i think she was like i gotta play this cool but then also you gotta remember sabine messed up why she's there like why she's there yeah is is a huge problem <laughs> and so i thought i don't think she wants to kind of bring that up i sent them that that message this last week where it was like ezra oh my gosh i'm so glad you're here i can't wait to go home and sabine's and like uh, listen uh, listen <laughs> so about that uh i um, I messed up big time. I but, want uh... the I really want the beginning of, of this episode to feel like the end of the first Tom Holland Spider-Man movie of where Tom Holland is just standing there and then Aunt May like walks behind him. She's oh, like, yo. what the because we, we Ezra finding out moment, everything, yeah, yeah, yeah of, of just being like, are you crazy? Like, son of a bantha, what are you doing? Why are you here? Why would you do this? Like, that would be so funny of just yeah. Ezra, like, flipping out. And she's like, but you were so calm. And I'm like, you just put the whole galaxy in jeopardy. What is wrong with you? Like, yeah, I, I think... I, I would be laughing so hard. Yeah, I think I think his, his whole argument is going to be, I would have rather you left me here then yeah. threaten everything we fought for in the past. Um, but yeah, that's going to be a great moment. And now, Colin, if that doesn't happen, I'm going to be really disappointed because that sounds like <laughs> a great way to start the episode yeah. of just like exterior what? exterior of the of the huts of the you know the huts where they're staying. Yeah. And you see those little creatures walking, and then, what? And then they all look over, and then we cut inside, and she's like, <laughs> "Will you see?" And he's like, "No." Yeah, that would have been that's going to be awesome. <laughs> um, imagine uh, all of us thinking. Uh, this way by Anakin. If the pretty cool. said, "Come first. Oh, okay. 
<laughs> Do you think we'll get Zeb and Callus this episode? Oh, I want. I really, really want Callus to come in. I really do. I. I'm just curious of who that casts him. I know that um, uh, Kurt Russell's um son was fan cast. Wyatt um, Russell. Well, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. As like a while ago, and honestly, I th- I think that would be great. Uh, and Zeb not see not seeing Zeb in the episode of where uh, in episode four of where they actually go to go and save, uh, like where they try and go and help uh, Ahsoka and Sabine. Mm-hmm. I thought that was a wasted opportunity because we saw Zeb, uh, with Carson, uh, in season yeah. three of The Mandalorian. Which again, I think a lot of us are still trying to wrap the head like our heads around the run the timeline of mando and and ahsoka just because season three of mando is technically happening during the same time as ahsoka yeah uh which i think i saw a video the other day of where someone was like that episode of where we see grogu and mando going through hyperspace and then the purgles is the same time that ahsoka is on her way to go see ezra yeah, I mean, because if you look, one of them is slightly much bigger than the others, so yeah. it's like oh, that's a possibility. Yeah. Um, I was gonna say, what's that guy's name? Powell. I thought he was in Top Gun Maverick, and he's from Texas. What's that guy's name? Glenn Powell. Uh, Glenn Powell. I can see Glenn Powell playing. Uh, okay. A callus. I could have met that guy, but mm. that's that's a whole other funny story. <laughs> that was a huh. that was a fun night. That was a fun night. Anyways, um, it's a. <laughs> Uh, Hera B plot <laughs> would simultaneously show Hera's dichotomy between the Republic and her duty to doing the right thing. Will Balin save? Ah, uh, okay. So like you would have the Hera plot happening, and then you'd have this plot happening, and they're both fighting for the same thing. Yeah, I can see that. I just don't want a whole episode. Just to, I don't want this entire plot line to stop, and then we just go with Hera. Like I don't, I don't want to see that. Uh, is Sabine turning bad since her helmet has red in the opening sequence, or are they just playing a, as a joke, like a Ralph? <laughs> uh, I, no, she's not going bad. I don't think. I don't no. think Sabine's going bad. Um, rumor is we might see three PO. Yeah, I mean, like I said, if we if we get the whole Hera, you know, having to stand before, you know, trial and everything, I yeah, you you have to bring in R, not you not R two R two's with Luke, but yeah, three PO can pop up. You yeah. know, there's so many people that can pop up during this. Yeah. Um, during this moment, I mean, and what's so great is the images from these last three episodes. I mean, Thrawn was there, but we have no idea. We haven't seen a single frame from these two episodes that are about to drop. So yes, we have. We have. What was it? Yeah. Uh, there was like a um tv guide we it's kind of weird but they released a video of an action TV sequence guide release. <laughs> yeah i think and then it caught on and ilm just released it and it's on rotten tomatoes now it's a scene. oh can i see it yeah <laughs> can we watch it yeah we can try and watch it uh let me try and find it so i can put it up here because it wasn't on youtube it wasn't on the star wars official channel yeah i was gonna say they didn't post anything on instagram um neither lucasfilm nor disney posted anything on instagram so yeah yeah i'm not seeing it and that's amazing that TV Guide is like, yeah, hey, dude, we're still going, man. Still <laughs> yeah, this, we've had that conversation before, James, right? Well, about we, the what? We talked about TV Guide, like how it's still a thing. How it's like no, a big I think thing that was in the 90s. Else. 
Oh, the 90s, that was a big deal. Every Sunday you get the newspaper and there's the TV guy that you go through and you look at the, or you go to the supermarket and there's the little magazine there you can buy. It has all, anyway. Colin's like, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> Colin's like, I've never, I have no idea what you guys are. What are you guys talking about? I'm and the same were, age as you. There were, whole, there were whole articles in the TV. Like, you know what I mean? Like they had, they did full on art, like re, you, you know, read it for the articles. Yeah. Everything. And I think I do remember that. But I think it was phasing out as like <laughs> how, as old are you, Colin? how old are you how old are you again, Colin? Thirteen. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, I was gonna say uh, I, I am twenty-seven. You're, you're not the same age as us. Calm down. That, a little bit it was a joke, James. I know oh, no. you were older than <laughs> Okay, you don't have to go that far. Right. <laughs> hey, pump the brakes. Pump the brakes. Okay. Colin was yeah. indeed born in the nineteen hundreds. Yeah, but Colin is is that generation that grew up with the prequels. And so that's a that's a that's a fun that's a fun generation because y'all got to see it all unfold and then you got to jump on Clone Wars right after that. Yes. Us David and I were kind of like, eh, it's a cartoon. Who cares about a cartoon? You know what I, I mean? Like we were... <laughs> yeah. Because I was three when the Phantom Menace came out and actually do remember going. So <laughs> what the hell? Yep, and uh, and then uh, and then Attack of the Clones and Revenge of the Sith both fell on the same weekend as my birthday, so I felt like it was like a birthday celebration. It was fantastic. Listeners, let us know how old you were when Episode One came out, and we'll we'll have a fun little fun little game. Uh, okay, <laughs> oh, okay. So, this, so apparently this is, this is footage. Yep. You ready? Yes. Oh! Oh! What? Okay. Nice. I've got questions. Oh. <laughs> yes, the slingshot. Uh -oh. That's charming. Any real weapons? They're peaceful people. Peaceful, fine. You didn't mention defenseless. Okay. Wow. Right. That, that's a whole. What? What? That was amazing. That looks awesome. <laughs> cool. And it comes out in about half an hour. <laughs> uh, so Andrew asked, and thank you for joining us, Andrew, by the way. I thought, thank you for all your all your comments. And everyone else, thank you for, for whatever you're watching, wherever you're watching us. Thank you so much for listening. And uh, uh, what do you think is Thrawn's true objective? Objective: Never seen Rebels. Is he rebuilding the Empire, seeking Ooh. his own rule, or fighting to unify against an infallible threat? That last one seems like a big... Some, it's hinting that there is something bigger that they're freaking out about. Uh, what that is, I don't know. Um, it's not. Oh, Chimini. Okay, but no, I think I think it's the last one, Andrew. I think he's. I think something bigger is is happening, and he's trying to get out. Um, and he's trying to get back to our to the to the universe that we all know. Um, yeah. So something something bigger is is out there, and of I I believe. In some of like the early stuff, like the Disney early Disney books, Palpatine had had been saying there is something else out in the far reaches of the galaxy. There's another threat, um, and I believe we all felt that was Snoke. I think we all felt what? What are you raising your hand about? Uh, because I think again, this would be crazy, but and this is something that Josh and I have talked about in the past. But if they could bring in the, I'm I am gonna butcher the crap out of this name Yuzangvan. yes thank you the the how do you say it 
Yu Zong Vong. Yu Zong Vong. That would be a great way to kind of bring in a bigger threat. If you played Halo, think um think of them as the flood. Okay. They are they are they're very similar to that, and they just want to they just want to infect the galaxy. Uh, imagine having a species like that come in, and then you're just like, "Ooh, Thrawn's bad," but this is a lot worse. Yeah, they're like xenomorphs. I'm all for it. That yeah. sounds amazing. Yeah. So we got some ages here. Uh, Josh was seven when the Phantom Menace came out. Okay. Tyler was three. Okay. Uh, so same age as, as you. Uh, Liam was 12. And yeah, three. Definitely a prequel. Well, let's go. Um, I was... I was... 72? I was 72. No, I was nine uh, when when the pre, when episode episode one came out. Okay. I had just turned... No, no, I wasn't. What the hell am I talking about? I was 10. I was 10 when the uh, when that came out. So yeah, How I was 10 years old. Are you? I know I messed up. And then... um. I, I ran into an old friend of mine. I haven't, I haven't seen her since high school. And um, she messaged me on Facebook and she's like, I, you haven't changed. I was like, yeah, no, I haven't. <laughs> she's like, you're still into Star Wars? I'm like, yeah, nothing's. Mom, it's like, not maybe, a phase. Yeah. I know. I kept telling my mother that. I was like, I, I know, mom, you hoped you were hoping it was going to be a phase. And it, I never grew out of it. That's and, exactly uh, what my parents thought, too. <laughs> They were just like, like, oh, it's 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 just like when he was into Thomas the Tank Engine. It 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 will it, go away. <laughs> it will be fine. And then you know, here I am, twenty seven years old. I have a Death Star wall behind me. <laughs> that was like the which, first thing I built, which is amazing, by the way. Thank you. I'm um, still adding to it, so I'm very excited to show you guys, you know, and and the next couple of weeks of what we got planned. I was, I was two years old when the most underrated Star Wars movie got dropped. The I think he's talking about Attack of the Clones. I think I think he's talking about. Actually, no. The only one that I can think that's underrated. Oh, Noah, you can't leave us on a cliffhanger, man. You have to put the entire thing in there. What are you doing? Yeah, don't, don't, don't. This isn't a mystery time. Come on, man. We're Come all on, having a man. great time here. Come on. But uh, you're already waiting for this episode. I don't need to wait for you to tell me what movie's underrated. Now I'm curious. Come on. I did a uh, I did a, a a little thing on a TikTok about your favorite Star Wars movies, uh, not your favorite Star Wars movies, but just like which you prefer and like it's just a fun little game. Yeah. I got so much hate for that, and I was just really shocked that people yeah, gave me that Phantom much Menace, hate. Phantom Menace, heck yeah, I love I love the Phantom Menace. Do you know how much I like had to bite my tongue of when you of when you send that to me? I was like, oh man. But but here's uh, the, okay so here's the thing we can have different opinions oh yeah absolutely but, but you can't like I'm not saying you but like other people are like never trust what this guy says and I'm like <laughs> in the end and I even commented I was like hey I got the Empire Strikes Back because we can all agree that that's probably the best of the whole saga as well as maybe one of the best movies ever made period um, and so it was just really I was just like I was like man. And uh, it kind of hurt my feelings, you know, but at the same time, I'm like, eh, everyone has their own little, their own yeah. little opinion about it. But, and I, and I said, in the end, it's star Wars in the end, if they come up and they say, Hey, we're re-releasing, you know, name star. Like, I don't know, you know, a Phantom Menace back in theaters. I'm like, I'm going to go watch Phantom Menace in theaters. again. Oh. We're going to re-release attack of the clones. I'm going to go watch it. Um, uh Oh, 
I wonder if the new threat is going to be the threat that Ray faces in her movie. It seems odd to have a follow-up movie without a war. Yeah, you really need that that war in Star Wars in order. And I know a lot of us are like wondering what what is this thing that Ray and her and the new Jedi Order will be going up against. Um, and we all know Mando is getting ready for uh, um, the Force Awakens. Like everything's leading to the Force Awakens. So why not Ahsoka leading into this other this other series? So that's a good that's a good point. I haven't even thought about that actually. I've been kind of just thinking that whatever's happening with Ahsoka is is its own thing. But yeah, now I'm kind of excited about that. Uh, that better be that better be the plot. If not, I'm gonna be really disappointed now. <laughs> that doesn't happen. Um, yeah. What do you think, David? So it means a po- at this point anything is a possibility with Star Wars. Once we yeah, went that's... to this other place, anything anything can happen now. Yeah, that's the beauty being in a new galaxy, all these new creatures, all of these new environments. And I love the environment of Pretty. I thought it was yeah. unique oh, and yeah. cool. It, it felt like a throwback to like '80s Willow type. I was happy about it. Some people didn't like it. Some people were pointing out that just looks like California, and I'm like, well, doesn't to me. I'm from Texas, so <laughs> it, look, it looked very spacey to me. So I loved it. So there's another Easter egg here I want to talk about. Uh-oh. So going back, and this is one you really had to zoom in on. You had to like pause the video, zoom in, and you see a list of classic Star Wars characters. I've heard about this. On it, Balin Skull's yes. like compad. If you look closely there, it says Luke, the Leia, Han, Chewie, <laughs> R2-D2, C-3PO, and Ben on it. So, do you think this is just like an Easter egg type thing, or does this have merit? Does this oh, mean something? Man. I mean, Leia normally. Okay, so Dave Filoni to me doesn't just put something in there just to do it. I think most of the time, maybe ninety-seven percent of the time, if he puts something into a project, he has a reason behind it. A lot of people thought that the world between worlds was just going to be there to be there. And, and 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 it was just for that thing. But then we saw it again in this last episode of Ahsoka. So I don't think that he's just going to put something in there just to, you know, kind of be like, ooh, look at this. But well, then that's again, just my opinion. Then again, we, we saw the Ark of the Covenant in, uh, in Clone Wars. Um, Clone Wars. <laughs> I'm just messing with you. That was a great. <laughs> that was a funny moment. I remember I had Love to pause that. it and like zoom in. I was like, get the hell out of here. There's no way <laughs> they have the Ark of the Covenant here. There was uh, also the stuff of Ra in one of the episodes too, because of one of the main senators um, actually uses it. And then Jar Jar takes his staff when, when, when that senator dies and he puts it on his gravestone. And he's like, oh, okay, cool. I love it. I love it. Um, so maybe a kill list for Balin. They are all dangerous. Yeah, uh, C three PO, you're going down, man. Yeah, three PO on there down. is really funny though. <laughs> like, wouldn't that be great if three PO was on the top of the list? We're like, oh man, he must have pissed him off bad, you know? Like, if he's like, I'm killing this droid first, I don't care who. <laughs> but Ben, Ben is is the uh, is kind of the curveball to that list. Yeah. Who is he referring to? Is ben is Kenobi. Ben are is he already born? Or Ben Solo. No, that's Ooh. what I'm saying. Is Ben well, Solo already already has he been born already? Let's do and the math. Yeah. So 
so maybe he wants to kill a baby before it can, maybe he knows what's going to happen, the rise of, and that's it. Cause then once Ben rises and once everything happens, if we just go right back into the, um, back into the cycle that he wants yeah. to avoid. So Holy crap. Maybe yeah. Balin saw, um, somehow he saw the future and he saw, you know, the, you, you're right. That, that maybe he saw the rise of the first order and all that stuff. So, uh, because thank the you, thank you. because the Mandalorian takes place five years after the events of Return of the Jedi, mm-hmm. probably a couple of years have passed since the first season of Mando, so we're kind of getting up there. So most so yeah, likely, like like three, three or four years old, or something, eh, like something in the lines of that. Uh, but could you imagine if we saw a like? like a baby of Ben Solo. And then maybe we saw like Leia, like holding him at some point, like through, Oh man, I would be like, Oh my gosh, it's Ben Solo. This is crazy. Um, I, 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 that'd be great. And uh, Josh, yes. At the beginning of the episode, uh, we, uh, David was very eager and he just dropped it right away at the beginning of the episode. Yes. Ba- uh, Balin does have a green Kyber crystal on his belt buckle and that just brings up so many questions and theories as to why he still has it uh what do you think balin is training shin for to break the cycle is he already comp- compromised would be thrown from his master i think yeah it's really it's really shocking he hasn't told uh shin his plan yet because like i said it seems like she's still figuring out what what in the world is happening so um so yeah I, I i don't know we'll see we'll see what happens uh it would be kind of crazy if in the next like in the movie shin is the is the is the top villain of of that story if she becomes the overall villain maybe the the night the night sisters give her like a, a lot of power so um okay before we go on users you can you can also uh jump in here please um in return of the jedi Yoda tells Luke, when gone am I, the last of the Jedi you will be. Don't start this up again. <laughs> I just want to know. I want to know, is is Dave Filoni flipping around trying the craziest way to make that line make sense? Or is the answer there and I'm just dumb and I can't figure out why, like what Yoda meant by that? Well, they had to retcon a lot of things because of when that was filmed, Ahsoka didn't exist. Ezra didn't exist. Cal Kestis didn't exist. All these other surviving Jedi didn't exist when they filmed that. That's that's a that's a hell of a thing to retcon. I'm just in saying Star Wars. Like that I don't I don't I can't see Dave Filoni um Dave Filoni messing with that line maybe yoda was trying to hide their identities maybe he was trying to be secretive because maybe that wasn't his secret to tell so to luke that's why it was like oh okay you know that that's why he didn't tell luke but then but then you have other kind of things to back it up because is ahsoka actually a jedi not necessarily anymore is Cal Kestis a Jedi? We don't know if he's even alive, but also if he is, maybe something happens in the third game kind of steers him away and he kind of becomes his own thing. Is Ezra? Ezra still a Jedi? Is he? He's been in hiding for a long time. So those are the theories that I guess you could kind of talk about of maybe these people aren't really Jedi anymore. David? 
I think there's a few schools of thought on that line. Uh, last of the Jedi UB, maybe Yoda said that to put the emphasis on Luke to, to get the job done. Uh, he knew that Leia was out there too. Uh, mm-hmm. She was the other, but she wasn't going to be trained. And that was the issue. There, there's no one to train that he knew of that was out there for that mission. So Luke was like their only hope. He was the last mm. hope. Um, and Jedi is not just a singular word. It's, it's also a plural word. Yeah. So, I mean, it's, it's just one of those things. I mean, it's, and, and you can attribute it to them not knowing that the stories were going to continue and that these shows were going to happen. But yeah, it's, it's, it's a, you could see it, as a bit of a retcon, but I mean, there's, there's ways around it. Just like how we all thought that Obi-Wan and Darth Vader didn't meet since Mustafar. And then we saw him in the Obi-Wan show fighting. I think it's that kind of thing. I mean, there's ways around certain things, you know, just like how I mentioned if Maul shows up tonight, it's not really Maul, but it is Maul, you know? Yeah. It, it's, it's that type of thing that we might be seeing, which is a surprise. It's, it's a shocking thing you can have in the show and you can kind of explain it. And I always tell people now, if something doesn't make sense in Star Wars, they'll make it make sense later on in the future. And they'll they'll see it in a comic book or a novel or a TV show or a film. It'll all kind of make sense. Just like the the the, the exhaust port on the Death Star. They made it all make <laughs> sense in Rogue One. That is the point of Rogue One. So Yeah. Oh, and Colin had to jump off. Sorry about that, everybody. Um Yeah, I I, I always just go back to that line in uh, Revenge of the Sith whenever grievous meets anakin for the first time and he's like oh you're much taller than i than i expected and you're like oh they didn't meet during the clone wars and then they had to do seven seasons of the clone wars where (laughs) grievous and anakin did not meet and that's amazing (laughs) and that's what i'm thinking is is filoni is figuring out how do i get this line that george lucas (sighs) said to make sense um even though now we have all these uh all these other things happening Right, right uh how do you how do we support the channel yes we do have a patreon um uh if you want to drop that link there at the bottom david so uh they can see yeah we have a patreon uh david and i try to try to meet up once a week or a few times a week and we just talk we just chat about star wars and we have a great time uh yeah so yeah feel free to check us out there on on patreon there yeah we have a lot of and and we are very relaxed on those episodes james (laughs) more so than me (laughs) (laughs) very relaxed yes yeah. very relaxed um and if you're a patron you know exactly what david's talking about um it could show how wrong the jedi were they all lean on their own yeah that's another one um and even luke calls that out in the last jedi which i was really shocked that that they they were they brought that up and it's true you watch that you you see everything from the high republic and you see this is what the jedi stood for and then once the Clone Wars begins, they completely shift their their kind of viewpoint over what their job is in the galaxy, which ultimately leads to their downfall. And it's 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 kind of crazy. It is really crazy. Um, maybe four decades in the future, they'll they'll, they'll get there eventually. Um, I always felt Anakin should have been Obi Wan since he was conflicted to let Obi Wan live. Oh, you talk about in the uh, Kenobi series. That would have been an interesting uh, twist, but I think they wanted, and I think they wanted Obi Wan to to find his um, his calling, if you may, and to come back stronger than he was at the beginning of the episode. 
Um, maybe Yoda knew that if Luke was aware of other Jedi, he would put he would put more concentration on finding them to help him instead of taking on Vader alone, which Yoda know. Oh, okay, I see. So Yoda was like, I gotta tell this guy there's just it's just you. And I love the fact that no, there is another meant somebody completely different, not Leia. And you know, <laughs> it just makes you makes you think of what could have been. Uh so yeah, how far away are we? We are 14 minutes away from the next episode and i am excited and who is the director of this episode the director of this episode is gita patel this is her right here and this is their first uh, star wars project i believe so yes but she's Correct. directed stuff like house of the dragon yeah she's so directed a lot of things yeah. she's accomplished i think she's gonna do a great job um and i'm i'm super excited for it I love it when they bring in these new directors and then usually they do a really good job. They, uh, I don't know how Filoni and, and crew do it, but they bring in some, <laughs> some awesome directors. Yeah. So I, I still think Steph green should have directed m multiple episodes uh, for Ahsoka. I thought she was going to, but, and then Fami Yua finishes it off. Uh, but he's not writing this episode. He's only, he's just going to direct it, correct? Right. Filoni wrote okay. all the Ahsoka episodes. Okay. So I'm pretty sure you heard this, James. But uh -oh. uh, apparently there's a tentative deal to uh, come to an agreement to stop the writer strike. And yep. guess who was there on strike today for the actor strike that's still ongoing where no deal has been tentatively reached like a writer strike. But Pedro Pascal is showing his support for his fellow actors there. So. And they're right across the street, I think, from yeah, me right now. Turn the camera, James, and yeah, show us all yeah, the I'd pictures. Have to, I'd have to go out the window, but you could see the Netflix building <laughs> over there. Um, I just got this report from the Hollywood Reporter. Writers okay. Guild strike to end Wednesday. So they figured it out. So before it was tentative, it, the next Wednesday, the writer's strike will officially end. Technically 12.01 a.m., right? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And so that's exciting. So that means a lot of these projects are going to start going into um, pre-production. Um, from what I heard... is going to turn in some scripts. Tyke is going to hopefully turn in his freaking <laughs> Star Wars script. Um, but well, yeah, that, apparently that's he had. Uh, there, there was like an inside source saying that he turned in like three or four. But he has another new draft that he needs to turn in. So at 12.01, Kathleen Kennedy will have it in her mailbox. I wonder, how, I wonder what other scripts she's going to have in her... Um in her, her mailbox that day but it is exciting and from what i've heard once the writers go in then the actors uh will then follow because they're they're, they're probably yeah yeah they work in tandem the writers and the actors thank thankfully at least somebody likes the writers <laughs> um and so i think they said once that happens then the discussions for the actors are going to start right. um and so once that happens then we are we're in you know maybe all uh, before october which would be great. That, that would be, uh, oh, her resignation. Oh, come on. <laughs> so the big rumor is that Kathleen Kennedy is leaving Lucasfilm by the end of the year at some point. At first, they were like, okay, after Dial of Destiny, didn't happen. I guess we're technically after Dial of Destiny, but people are saying yeah. August. But now it seems like this is maybe her swan song. I mean, you would figure she'd want to retire and like enjoy her money, you know? Yeah. I mean, She's up there at age now. Yeah, she's so, not. Unless this is like what she loves to do is being the president of Lucasfilm, which 
I mean, she's she's been doing this since 80, 1980, you know, yeah. being on movies, helping out with movies. Um, yeah, I, I I could see her retiring, but I don't think I don't think she's she'll be retiring for the reason people think. I don't think people she's going to be leaving because no one likes her. I think she's going to be leaving because she wants to just kind of live out the rest of her her days. But um, but no, she's hiring, bringing in Favreau bringing in Filoni, putting Filoni as the head of the uh, executive executive creator of Lucasfilm is incredible and um I'm I'm wondering who else she's going to try to bring up in the ranks and um yeah, I think and again, I always laugh and I always and I always joke if something is going right with Star Wars, it's always Favreau or Filoni's, but if it goes wrong, it's immediately Kathleen Kennedy's fault. And it's like it doesn't doesn't quite work that way if it goes wrong it's the whole team if it goes right it's the whole team so that's my opinion uh i know david probably disagrees with me but uh <laughs> no i mean I, I definitely see that a lot she won't get the praise but she'll get all the blame yeah she gets all the blame and i'm like you realize that she has to hire these people like you realize she has to be the one to grab this crew and bring the crew together to make whatever there is if it turns out bad that's that's the writing that's the the style of it she did her part of bringing it all together to give that director what they needed for the for the project and um her protege could be that bryce bryce dallas howard yeah um i don't know what makes me nervous about that is i want bryce dallas howard to me keep making movies keep making projects once you're the head of the the head of everything that kind of stops because now you're you're um your focus is on something else completely, which is why I like that Dave Filoni is where he is. I like that he's involved in overseeing the creative part of Star Wars and not overall Lucasfilm. Because I feel like right, now, right? His, because before yeah. Filoni was only doing Star Wars, before exactly. Bryce Dallas Howard was in Spider Man, Jurassic yes. Park, directing, uh, she was in Black Mirror. I mean, she had her hands in so many different spots, working yes. for M. Night Shyamalan multiple times. I mean, it's. I mean, she's been doing a lot, and she's she's part of Hollywood royalty as well. Mm-hmm. But I mean, she's proven herself in Star Wars. So, oh heck yeah, she wanted to do something Star Wars related. She definitely can do pretty much whatever she wants, and especially I think I don't want to be sexist here, but I do think that Kathleen Kennedy does look for females more so. So I think she has that in as well. I think yeah. they they want she. I think she especially wants female voices and female leads. Which I'm not against. As long as it's good, I'm totally fine with it. As long as you give us a good story, I don't. I don't care yeah. about who who is the who is in uh, the hero or not. I mean, I just I just want a really really great story. Um, Favreau should be president. And yeah, we talked about this. Uh, Diego Luna to produce. Uh, bring the writer from Andor and Diego Luna. <laughs> that's, well, see, Favreau's like... kind of the same way. I think he wants to maybe leave yeah. eventually and maybe do other things possibly. But I think right now Favreau's still kind of maybe leaving that honeymoon period where he kind of had his breakout thing, his, mm-hmm. his cultural experience that was Grogu in the Mandalorian. And now the honeymoon is kind of like ending in a way it seems like. So he yeah. might leave, but I mean, he's, he's that rock for Filoni, you know, Filoni leans on him to, to create, to do this stuff in live action, which has worked out. It's been a great partnership. And, uh, 
I think he still needs to be there for Filoni for at least this movie, and maybe Favreau moves on. But we don't know what Favreau wants to do. He is older too. We don't know if he maybe might want to be the successor to some other studio. I mean, it could be Marvel if Feige wants to leave. Feige and Favreau could flip flop. I mean, That'd there's be that. Crazy if that happens. <laughs> it's like, it would be but, it would be like a sports trade. <laughs> but you know, Favreau is amazing. Favreau is a filmmaker. I I. And Same an with actor, Filoni and a writer, and an, and an actor yeah. and a writer. And what I was saying with Filoni and Favreau is they do what they do amazingly well. Right. So for me, it's like I think that's what they want to keep doing. Like Favreau, at some point, is going to say, "Okay, I'm going to leave because I want to go make my own movies now." Filoni saying, "I want to just keep making what I want to make." Um, being the president of a company is going to ch- it changes all of that for you. You don't have that yeah. same freedom just to do that. And um, and I think leaving Favreau where he is, leaving Filoni where he, especially Filoni where he is, is a great thing. And um, I'm just, I, I'm just curious to see what Kennedy does. And like I said, I don't, I'm, I've never been like mad at Kennedy for anything. I've never hated her. Um, like I said, if she leaves, I'm pretty sure it's going to be on her own terms, and it's because she wants to go maybe do something else, maybe go back and producing with her husband. Uh, they had a very, very successful. Uh, studio that he still runs um so yeah i mean and and just i wonder who she who who she would bring in to take over the lucasfilm i think they have to bring in a type that kind of understands the lore understands feloni's spot and what he means to star wars yes and like jorge says um or i think it's a revocraft um they said the fabric content is is good i don't want to lose rogue one you got to understand that tony gilroy stuff the grittiness of Rogue One and Andor, that has its place and it works in Star Wars. Yes. You have to bring in someone that kind of just understands what's working and what the people want. Like a like a David type, like a James type. Yeah, like, like an S type. Just, just assign <laughs> those checks to everyone and be like, yeah, that's great. Just keep on doing that. Yep. And uh, yeah, have, have their ear to the fans and know that, yeah, okay, this is what they want. Let's give them that. This is what this group of fans want. Give them that. Okay, we're giving Old Republic, Rogue One. Let's do Rogue Two with the Bothans. Manny Bothan shows up. So, Manny Bothan. <laughs> <laughs> well, on that awesome note, we're about four minutes out, so we better we better get off of here. Guys, thank you so much for, for, for joining us on our pre-show. This was awesome. I'm glad. I'm glad we had a lot of you watching. Great conversations. Um, we're, we're about to jump off to go watch the episode now, but we're going to be on afterward for our, uh, post show breakdown. So just look for the link on YouTube, Facebook, Twitter. We're going to be, we're going to be back after the episode and hopefully our, our minds are blown after this. Uh, are you excited, David? I'm so excited. I am beyond excited, <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, I guess, yeah, I guess we better end this so everybody can go. That's why, and honestly, guys don't tell Colin this and I'm going to tell you this. That's why he left. Cause he was like, I got to go make food before Ahsoka starts. <laughs> and if you notice he was doing this, he was like, I'm out, I'm out. And he just left. Cause he had to go make some dinner. So. Yeah. Join us for the post show. Yes. Thanks please. for all the questions guys. They were terrific. And uh, we'll see you after the episode. May the force be with you. Always. Pew, 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 pew.